are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, it sure is fun playing the Oakland Athletics. This is Locked On Mariners. And before we get into our show, let's talk about Locked On MLB. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, and please call him Sully every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts. Subscribe to Locked On MLB today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Thursday, September. September 23rd, 2021. This is a Locked On Mariners podcast, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. I'm your host, Tidy Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. Follow us on the Bird app at Dane Gonzalez and CPAT11. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon, where we talk about the Mariners even more. Also get into some non-baseball talk every now and then. We post twice a week on there. Visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more information on that. We're recording this after the Mariners secured their first ever four-game sweep of the A's down in Oakland. We're going to be talking about it all, the three-run comeback, what to do with Yusei Kikuchi from here on out, and if this series has at all changed our minds about where things stand with the Mariners' playoff odds. If you like what you hear, give the show a follow or or subscribe, rather, (laughs) uh, wherever you're listening to this. We'd greatly appreciate it. So, Colby, they got down 3-0. Early on here to Chris Bassett, who I didn't even know was was making a return this year, let alone today until the game literally started and I saw him on the mound. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they were uh, they were not doing so hot against him through the first three innings. They got a run back, but they were down three to one uh, and then eventually four to one. Um, and it just kind of seemed like the, they weren't going to be able to finish off the sweep, had a really good first three games of the series, but just weren't getting a whole ton. Uh, together on the uh, on the on the hitting front and uh, pitching wasn't wasn't too too great. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi, who we'll talk about more in a bit, had a rough outing, and then Johan Ramirez came in and he wasn't technically spectacular. Sean Murphy hit a pretty impressive uh, opposite field home run off of him, but uh, yeah, the Cal Raleigh comes through with a uh, uh, two run home run, big two run home run that pulled things in within. One run, and then Mitch Hanniger sneaks a home run over the wall, and then Luis Torrens, my pick to click for the series, it finally paid off. <laughs> he, he didn't have such a great series so far, but uh, it finally paid off in a big way for the two-run go-ahead uh, home run that ends up being the difference in this game. Six to five, the Mariners win. Paul Seawall shuts the door after giving up a solo shot to Matt Olson, which didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Uh, what did you think about this game? It was uh, it was it was pretty exciting. Um, there is only so much that uh, it, it's kind of tough, right? You win the first three games of a series, and you kind of go into the fourth game, and you're like, "Well, we swept. We kind of did our job." And and you know, we have every game after this is is big, and even today's game is big to a certain extent. I mean, you can only pick up a half a game, so not massive, but. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of weird that in a game that the Mariners didn't necessarily need to win, it certainly, they managed it, Scott Service managed it like they did, um, which is uh, a lot of fun uh, this late in September to, you know, 
see Scott basically manage this team like he would in the playoffs. He didn't wait for Yusei Kikuchi to find it. He didn't wait for Johan Ramirez to find it. Um, you know, he was very aggressive with his bullpen. We saw him use Luis Torrens early off the bench, uh, in a favorable matchup and, uh, it, it all worked out. So it was a really fun kind of playoff style game because for Oakland, that game was an elimination game, uh, and, you know, Mm -hmm. not, maybe not mathematically, but in all reality, they needed to win that game and, uh, they didn't, but the Mariners did. So two games back, we'll see what, uh, what Minnesota can do against Toronto tonight. The Yankees and the Red Sox are off, but they play each other this weekend. So Mm. um, definitely still in it. And that game was, uh, was a lot of fun. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what happens with the Blue Jays tonight. Obviously you would rather that they lose, but if they win, you're still two back. They would be, uh, they would tie the Yankees if they, uh, if they win uh, for uh, the second wild card. And uh, those two teams, I believe, are going to play each other, right? One more time in uh, in—is that in Toronto? I believe I, that's in Toronto. I, I know the Yankees play the Red Sox next. Yes, and to be honest, I don't care about the Blue Jays, um, so I don't know what their schedule looks like. I know they're petty because <laughs> Jared Kelnick took a walk and beat them, and they didn't like that he celebrated that. But uh, hey, you know what? Yeah, so that series is going to be in Toronto. Uh, so if this starts to become a bit more real for the Mariners here, I might have to go to that series rocking, (laughs) rocking a Nims cap and, uh, be undercover a little bit, even though, I mean, and we'll talk about this later when we talk about the playoff stuff, but I I will ask you later on in the show, like, who do you root for in that scenario, especially if they're still kind of neck and neck and the, uh, standings like that. Um, but we haven't talked since last night's game either. And the Mariners, once again, knocking out Cole Irvin fairly early on. He did make it past four innings, right? He went five, right? Yep. Did he go six? He went five. He went five. Yeah, he went five. And, uh, you know, just, again, it's incredible how a team like that could do such a thing to a pitcher like Cole Irvin or or any other pitcher for that matter. Uh, (laughs) I mean... Do you kind of feel bad for Cole Irvin at this point? No. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> Screw Cole Irvin. You're going to run your mouth. Yeah. You better you better perform. And, and he didn't. And he hasn't all year against the team. Uh, and frankly, I laugh every single time somebody gets a hit off of him. Uh, screw that guy. <laughs> he gave up, what, seven hits last night, I believe? And three walks. Yep. Ten base runners and, and, in five innings. Which and is they finally got their first home run off of him. And by the way, I did research that yesterday. We we couldn't verify that, but uh, yeah, he he did not give up a home run. Kelnick hit the home run off of, and now I forget. Uh, but it was a different left. It was a it was a different left. No, it was a lefty. It was a different lefty oh, okay. though. Uh, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Seager with the uh, Seager had a great series. What did you think about Seager's series? He was uh, he was on it. It'll be nice. Games. It'll be nice to send him off into free agency on a nice little hot streak. Might make mm-hmm. himself a little bit more money, but uh, mm-hmm. it's it's funny, you know. I, I see all the time on on social media. Um, oh, I, I don't know what to do with Seager now because he's so hot. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, if you get swayed by four games, like dramatically on whether or not to spend twenty million dollars on a mediocre third baseman, 
I maybe just you know show up next next spring. Maybe don't pay attention this winter, um, because uh, you're gonna have some some heartache. Um, you know if you're if you're still on the fence one way or another about Kyle Seeger, um, pick a side. But uh, yeah, it was nice for for Kyle to uh, to show up because really for most of September he's been I mean just terrible. So. Mm. Um, it was good to see him uh, get hot, and, and that's what that's what you're going to need over these next nine games. You're going to need Seager to be hot. I mean, a lot of guys got hot. A lot yeah, of Mitch guys Anager. got hot in this series. Yeah, Anager, JP Crawford, yeah. Abraham Toro turned things around a little bit. I mean, JP with the offer today, but I mean, huge. Yeah, huge. but but the series overall, series yep. overall, pretty good series for a lot of these guys who uh, who've been slumping or at least not performing as as well as they have uh in uh throughout the se- the season rather uh so yeah um you know so they're they're getting hot at a good point right now and we're going to be talking about that uh later on we're going to be talking about Yusei Kikuchi however who had a uh, not so great day today uh as, besides the win despite the win uh but first before we get into that just want to remind you this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by DirecTV Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. I share a bed with a Pro Bowl quarterback, an Olympic swimmer, and a national women's soccer star. I should explain. When I heard how many elite athletes sleep on a Molecule mattress and call it their best sleep ever, I just had to order one for myself, and it turns out they were pretty spot on. Now, I'm no elite athlete, but I do, you know, stuff. Molecule Sleep Scientists literally created the world's most perfect mattress. It's unlike any other mattress in a box. It's cool to the touch, not like other foam mattresses. It has six times the airflow of my old mattress, so it keeps me cool all night. It has zone reflex layers that adjust with me in all my weird sleep positions. And trust me, I do sleep in some weird sleep positions, so I never awaken with a stiff neck or sore back. And it's antimicrobial. Molecule Mattress is how elite athletes, and yours truly, also an elite athlete, get the best sleep ever. Sleep on your Molecule Mattress risk-free for 100 nights, and if you don't have your deepest, most restorative sleep ever, return it. Visit OnMolecule.com and save 20% with promo code Locked On. Again, save 20% with promo code Locked On at OnMolecule.com. All right, so we got to talk about Yusei Kikuchi right now because Ryan Divish tweeted out earlier today during the game that he can't really imagine how, if the Mariners are still in this playoff race, by the time Kikuchi's next start is uh, is scheduled, um, he just doesn't know if, if, if you could justify starting him. And he's got a point because Kikuchi, once again, in this game against the A's, really, really bad. He's just he's he's completely lost it. Uh, it just 
honestly, the starts get worse and worse the more you see him. Only three, you know, the, the stat line isn't going to look terrible necessarily. I mean, it's pretty bad. Three innings pitched, just three hits allowed, but three earned runs, and he walked four guys. And uh, the the command was just, it, it, it's just, it wasn't. It, he's he's in a rough spot right now. Um, you know, w- to answer Ryan Divish's question, Colby, you know, can you justify that? I mean, do you consider starting Matt Brash in place of him? Like, what do you do with Yusei Kikuchi at this point if you're still in the playoff hunt in five days? Yeah, it's kind of a, a tough needle to thread here because, I mean... And by the way, I, that next start is going to be against this A's team in Seattle. Right. And again, it's kind of a tough needle to thread there because it's like, look, you say Kikuchi isn't giving you much of a chance right now. Um, I believe, I don't think he's gone past four innings in his last three starts, including today. Um, so mm. it's kind of tough to trust him right now, but the alternative appears to be to either have a bullpen day, which mm. this late in the year, probably not ideal. Could they handle it? Yeah, maybe, but you want your bullpen to be as well rested as possible. So mm-hmm. it's probably not ideal to use a bullpen day. You could use justice Sheffield, but ugh, again, yeah, um, not you, great. Trust, you really trust Sheffield more. And then the other option is probably Matt Brash. And it's, a rookie making his major league debut in a start against the Oakland A's with the playoffs, you know, conceivably on the line. Not, not a, not a great, uh, you know, not a great group of options, unfortunately. So I, I, you're kind of in a tough spot if you're the Mariners because you want to give your team the best shot to win, but it could be argued that you say Kikuchi actually does that. And, And we've talked a lot about how Kikuchi has the upside, to you know beat any pitcher in baseball and that might be what you need so yeah it's kind of a tough spot here um brash got shut down last week um i don't know if he's throwing but arkansas season ended last week he didn't get promoted so i don't know exactly what he's doing right now if he's in arizona staying loose he didn't get called up to tacoma so i don't know about that but yeah it's it's you're kind of in a tight spot right now because kikuchi you know, you can make a very strong argument that he is your your best option, um, unless you want to go with Matt Brash, and that has its own issues. Um, I I don't see them. What about going, going with Matt Brash for like two innings? Well, they right. they could probably just do that with Yusei Kikuchi. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it. But do you trust? But do you trust Brash's stuff more at this point? I mean, Kikuchi is the. I know. I know Brash is making his his major league debut. I, I know he's he's probably going to be amped up and all that. But I don't know. It's just uh, right now. I I think there's at least a debate to be had about who I trust more to get through the first two innings of a game. Right. Well, at that point, you're using a bullpen day. So I guess you got to throw Eric Swanson into the mix here or Johan Ramirez. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you're just in a really tight spot if you're if you're the Mariners. And it's it's unfortunate uh, that Justin Dunn isn't back and not that you would feel particularly great about Dunn either. You know, it's just a very odd situation to be in because there's not a perfect answer. There's not an easy solution. And honestly, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to use Matt Brash, why not just go all the way and use George Kirby? Like Kirby probably gives you a better shot to win that game than Brash. So, and at very least he's a better Mm -hmm. shot to go multiple innings. 
So we'll see. But uh, yeah, you know, Brash hasn't pitched since the 16th, so it's been a week for him. Uh, you want to wait another four days? I mean, I suppose you can give him an inning or two in Tacoma out of the bullpen. Um, but he hasn't thrown in a week. And, and if they've told him that his season's over, I think it might be pretty irresponsible for them to say, well, actually, why don't you come back and, and throw a couple innings? Right. So, yeah, it's just a tough spot to be in. But if, if I had to guess, I, I would say Kikuchi makes his next start. But it's very similar to uh, what's happening right now, which is, you know, one time through the order and then it's very quick hook to get him out of there if you have to. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, as of right now, I would say he makes his next start uh, against Oakland. Well, the good news is he only has one start left on the schedule. Yeah, he does. It's the 28. Uh, no, 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 no. Hypothetically. If you okay. make the playoffs, guess who's in line to take the ball in game one? Well, I think they would probably they'd probably <laughs> switch that around. They'd probably switch that around. I mean, they, pro- they, get, they get the off day. They get the off day. Yeah. So they should be able to and do. And they get an off day. And they get an off right, day next After Thursday. the Oakland series. Right. So they could, they could yeah. finagle it a little bit here. But I'm just saying there's a, ch- there's a chance that either game 163 <laughs> – or game one of the play- first playoff appearance in 20, 19 years um, will be sketch the scheduled starter will be Yusei Kikuchi. So, um, but I, I, yeah, I mean, uh, it's almost poetic, isn't it? But um, uh, yeah, I, I think he makes his next start, but I think it's pretty much the same deal as you've seen the last few starts. Hopefully Chris Flexen can give them, you know, seven innings the night before or something like that to really help out. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I guess we're gonna have to acknowledge this playoff thing after we pretty much announced that it was all but dead. About a, I don't know, what was it? A week and a half, two weeks ago. We're gonna talk about it in just a moment, but real quick, just want to remind you: this episode of Locked On Mariners is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? 
ownership. For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, whereas with Rock Auto, it's only $216. Plus, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Well, after that homestand where they lost two of three to the Diamondbacks, lost two of three to the Red Sox, we pretty much called it. We 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 told you this team is cooked. It's over. The playoffs are a distant, distant dream that has slipped through their fingers. And then what do they do? They have a really good road trip and obviously it's still going on but they are what six and one already on the road trip four game sweep of the a's they've won five in a row and uh, now they are two games out of a wild card spot with the uh the yankees the team that they're trailing right now having a not not super easy schedule the rest of the way i believe they play the red Sox, blue jays and rays the next three series and then the Blue Jays play the Twins, Yankees, and what Orioles, which is eh. yep. Um, is that is that who it is? It's the Orioles. Yeah. I, I, it. I had They're, the yep. I had it pulled up here on my phone, and it just disappeared. Um, that's always wonderful, right? So uh, yeah, you really want the the Blue Jays to probably lose as much as possible before you get to the Orioles series. And uh, the Yankees, however, again, tough schedule. And for the Mariners, not really much of a gauntlet here. They're, they're not, I mean, they're not going up against the worst teams in baseball, but it's not, you know, uh, <laughs> it's not superstar teams either. They're, they're playing this A's team again for three games in Seattle. And then they have two three-game sets against the Angels, one down in Anaheim. That starts tomorrow. And then they wrap up the season against Anaheim in Seattle. So uh, how are I mean, how are you feeling about this? I mean, there's uh, look, if, if a team like the Cardinals can rattle off 11 straight or whatever, could the Mariners do that also? I mean, they're not very talented, but they, they continue to fight. What do you think? Uh, the Seattle Mariners are making the playoffs. How about that? Um, <laughs> but uh, no, wow. it's, it's like, here's the deal, right? Yankees and the Red Sox play. You kind of have to pick a mm-hmm. team that you think is going to collapse. Because even though you're just two games back, there's two teams ahead of you for the last playoff spot. You need one of those two to mm-hmm. collapse. And because Boston kind of has the buffer right now, I think they're a game and a half up. You Pretty much at this point, your, only, your only choice uh, is to root for them to sweep the Yankees. Um because yeah, they're you're not going to catch the Red Sox. So you need the, you want the Blue Jays mm-hmm. or you want the Red Sox to sweep the Yankees. And if you do that, and you take care of business against Anaheim, which is win two or three, um, then you're very much in you know in punching range of them. And then it, it comes down to Toronto. Um, can you get help from somebody uh, to to beat the Blue Jays? And the Blue Jays, th- we talked about. It's funny we talked about this a little while ago. We asked. Did they maybe peak a little too early in September? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that they've been bad since we've had that conversation, but they've definitely slowed down a little bit 
playing the Rays will do that. Um, mm. But yeah, they're definitely in it still, and that's that's the thing is that it, it continues to not really make sense uh, what this team's doing and how they continue to stay in it, and yet they've won eighty four games, and and quite frankly, ninety is not out of the realm of possibility here. Uh, they they win these next two series. Um, yeah, they win these next three series. Sorry, uh, they'll be at ninety wins, and that that gives mm-hmm. you a shot. So you're not even in a position where you have to sweep uh, all these guys. It sure would be nice, right? Because right now you're on a five game win streak. If you run that to eight uh, or nine, then you have a very good shot. So yes, yeah, fourteen. I mean, it's funny, you know. I kind of I joked the other day. I tweeted uh, before the start of the Kansas City series that the mm-hmm. the sixteen game uh, win streak is going to be insane. And right now, <laughs> right now, they can get 15 of 16. Um, and by the way, if they do that, they're making the playoffs. So, I mean, if, if you. Yeah. <laughs> so if they get to 93. It's yeah. Yeah. They're they're making they're it. In. They're in. And so, yeah, yeah it's 90. Is, it's funny because 90 was kind of the original goal I set up uh, way back when, when you were scoreboard watching. And I was like, talk to me when they're within three or two or whatever. <laughs> and I said I was focusing more on the Mariners getting to a certain win total that I thought could get them into the playoffs. And the number I settled on was 90. Is that going to be enough? Eh, it might not be. It might not be, but could it be? Yes. And somebody on Twitter yesterday laid out this crazy scenario where uh, the Mariners, Toronto and the Yankees all finish with 90 wins. And there's a three-way tie for the last uh, wild card spot. So um Lots still in play with nine games to go, but uh, yeah, Seattle is is very much in it. Even if you think the odds are low, and they are, they are significantly higher than zero. And, and 153 games in, it's time to accept the reality of the situation, and that is that the Mariners are a playoff contender. Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mentioned earlier that the Yankees and the Blue Jays play each other uh, in a few days in Toronto. Um, assuming that those two teams are still neck and neck with one another and the Mariners are still chasing them at that time, who the hell do you root for in that series as a Mariners fan? That's, that's a tough one. Um, like what's like, what's the best situation here? (laughs) It's pretty much going to be whoever you think has the tougher road in the last uh, in the last series, pretty much, really. Um, I mean, it's it's a little too simplistic because, as we know, playoff match or series matchups are incredibly difficult. But the Yankees play the Rays three times, and hopefully, the Rays are still fighting for home field advantage. Um, so, I think in theory, what you want is you want Boston to sweep New York, and then you want New York to sweep or take two of three from Toronto. And then you want the Rays to take care of New York. I think that's your most likely way mm-hmm. in. So you're kind of, I think you're rooting for the Red Sox this weekend. And then next week you're rooting for the Yankees over the Blue Jays and then the Rays over the Yankees. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's still, again, this is, this is why you're not in a, a great position to make the playoffs because you're relying a lot right. on you know, pretty much New York and Toronto losing a lot, and yet they play each other uh, in the middle of this. So, 
yeah, you're, you're kind of in this weird spot. I, I don't think Boston is going to collapse. They have by far the easiest schedule left of the four contenders. Um, so I feel like Boston's probably in. So you want the Yankees and the Blue Jays to lose as much as you can. So, and you have to keep winning, obviously. So I, I think, yeah, this weekend you're rooting for the Red Sox. Uh, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, next Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're rooting for the Yankees. So very fluid situation. Kind of got to check in every day to see where the team's at. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the Mariners, again, it's, 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 it's not like, it's not easy to, to see, right? Like, it's not like, oh yeah, I mean, here's the path. It's super easy, but it's also not like one of those, like, oh, you need like 15 things to go your way and, you, and you'll get in. It's, mm-hmm. it's very much Seattle can keep the pressure on, um, and of and these have, three teams, they have the they have the easiest schedule, I would argue. Boston. I mean, Blue Jays. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not including Boston. We're assuming Boston, Boston's in. Boston's in. Boston's okay. in for sure. Yeah. So if the Mariners get in, they're going to they're going to Fenway Park. <laughs> yeah, which is something that it's uh that would be <laughs> oh boy with you say kikuchi on the mound oh god oh no i mean oh no <laughs> who, who would you even feel good about throwing at fenway park though like marco maybe against that righty lineup Ooh, Ooh yeah that's true uh, i mean chris flexen was good against them at fenway earlier in the year and then i think he was true pretty bad right in this last series so uh, do you trust Logan Gilbert? Because I mean, he was really good against them, and he's kind of the hot, the hot hand right now. So, true. true. Do you maybe would you maybe throw Logan Gilbert? And that's ooh. I mean, to to pitch in Fenway Park in, his, in the first Mariners playoff game in nineteen years. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you can tell that I, I uh, we haven't really thought about this because it's uh, we we've kind of tucked this away since we, we I had mean, that podcast well to be fair you wrote them off and i was like well we should still talk about it because it's still a possibility and you're like no they're clearly out of it they're losers oh <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah there's no way they're getting up yeah. off the mat from this it, it's over, it was dude. all me yep it was so it's it's your fault <laughs> that we haven't really considered the scenarios here but uh yeah it's what's what's funny is is that the mariners have won five in a row right the Red Sox have won seven in a row. The Yankees have won three in a row. And the Blue Jays are six and four in their last 10. So the Blue Jays are actually the team that's slumping the most right now. And they've still been on a very nice roll. So mm-hmm. it's what's cool about this is that it's not really one team fading. It's not really happening. It's it's all these teams playing really well at the same time. And that makes for the last, you know, nine, 10 days, it's going to be a lot of fun. So um, we'll see what happens. But, you know. Toronto, Toronto loses tonight. You're one game back from them in the yeah. uh, in the old loss column. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use a Seahawks Twitterism here. Oh boy, run the damn table. <laughs> I mean, run the table, run it. Why not? Wouldn't I mean, that well, be an incredible, an incredible like 14 in a row to make the playoffs? Wouldn't that be crazy? I mean, like literally it would be crazy. So yeah, <laughs> I, I think maybe just try really hard to get to 90 and see, see where that takes you. Um, 
you know, it's it's not outside the realm of possibility that uh, the Yankees, you know, go four and five over their last nine, and Seattle goes, uh, you know, uh, seven and two, and they get in. So uh, it's a lot of possibilities here, but at the end of the day, the Mariners have to keep winning. That's that's all they can control, and they're in a Just pretty good position winning. to continue to Just do that. Keep winning. Yep, that's that's right. And we're so we're in just think about in like 11 days time, right? October, Mm -hmm. I guess that would be October 4th would be the Monday after the the last game of the year. We could Mm -hmm. be talking so much, you know what, about John Heyman and his moronic tweets (laughs) on all of our podcast platforms uh, with the whole what is the plan nonsense. So that's how close we are. We're on the verge of greatness and uh, it would be a lot of fun, but you know, at, at the end of the day, I think I we mean, just if, have to. If they get if they get to ninety wins, though, oh, that's a huge I, success. You, yeah, I mean, like we, we should still be able to talk our ish a little bit about that, and that's yeah. very much within range here. I mean, they have to only go six and three, right? So, yep, that's when it, against the against the Angels twice and the A's. I feel pretty good about that. Win win every series, and you get to ninety. So you got to win three series in a row. They've done that before. And honestly, you don't you don't even have to do that because if you sweep one of those series, then you have a buffer. Right. And right. yeah, it's possible. Then you, can um, look, then you can drop one of them. I mean, we'll see because, of course, this this road trip ends. The Mariners road season ends with a Sunday afternoon game against the Anaheim Angels oh, no. in Anaheim. Oh, no. Which oh, is no. Ty just just peed his pants a little bit because he always freaks out about that. That scenario. By the way, starting that game for the Angels, Shohei Otani. So let's get crazy. I thought they shut him down. Nope. I thought they shut him down nope. pitching. Nope. Oh. Nope. Oh, no. Good news. Oh, uh, nope. Oh, no. Good news. Yeah, good news. No Mike Trout. Uh, no Anthony Rendon. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's pretty much the Otani show. And then, you know, really Just for don't the Mariners. Let David Fletcher. Yeah, that's you. the bigger <laughs> issue for me. It's like, don't. Dave, yeah, Shohei Otani, whatever. Throw him sliders away. You get him out. But David Fletcher, man, oh my God, that guy's the MVP. So yeah, just put in Justice Sheffield to face uh, Shohei Otani. No, that's that's going to be awesome. That's the only that's the only thing that he uh, he's really been uh, consistent at the major league level. Uh, Justice Sheffield is going oh, to man. clinch the Mariners' playoff spot by striking out Shohei Otani, <laughs> and he will forever be a Seattle legend, even though he's probably not going to be around for much longer. Like, oh man. That would be a great story. Let's get weird with it, man. I just I want to see some weird stuff happen over the next few days. That'd be great. Um Wow. Yeah. That's uh <laughs> this has been something. This this series has uh changed changed things a little bit. Uh but I'm still I'm I I'm still pessimistic about it. I just I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to get hurt. But hey, embrace the fun. Let's get weird and uh, run the damn table. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tide Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you tomorrow.
Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.